0: what if writing a book is not just a way to transform the lives of many people, but also a way to create financial freedom and leave a legacy? Wouldn't you want to find out just how to do that? Well, that's what this show is all about. Hi, I'm Henika Watkis, supporter, Speaker, Coach, author of Podcasts Power, and the host of the Entrepreneurial You Podcast. Inviting you to listen to the Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast, brought to you by C. Ruth Taylor, best-selling in the author and the Caribbean's most trusted voice on entrepreneurship. Tune in for inspiration, information, and innovation to write and win with books. Get ready to dominate entrepreneurship. Hello, greetings, entrepreneurs. Welcome to another episode of the Authorpreneur Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, C. Ruth Taylor, and this is the program where we empower independent authors in the Caribbean and the diaspora to win with books, beyond book sales, and dominate authorpreneurship. Now, if this is your first time listening in... We know many persons find it difficult to say authorpreneur, so we're shortening that, and we say apreneur. (laughs) So A there is for the author, and then the entrepreneur part, apreneur. And this is a term I use with my indie authorpreneurs group on Facebook. So this is episode 6. We're still new, the podcast is still new, and today it's going to be a Q&A session. So I've asked the members of my indie entrepreneurs group on Facebook to supply some questions. And I'm thinking every 6 weeks or so we're going to do a Q&A session on the show just to address the most pressing questions that you have so that's what today's show is all about but before we get into answering these questions let's have a word from our sponsor frame art jamaica Limited. Come to Frame Art Jamaica Limited for your one-stop framing, graphic design, and printing needs. We frame photos, certificates, paintings, t-shirts, and so much more. You can also get high quality prints and framing done in a quick turnaround time to fit your budget. Visit Frame Art Jamaica at 22C Old Hope Road, Kingston 5, weekdays 8.30am to 6pm. Call us at 876-929-3058 or visit us at info at frameartjamaica.com Serving you for over 30 years. My time with Frame Art has just been phenomenal. I'm grateful for the pictures that um, Reverend Omar Morrison captured, and I have been using them to get interviews and just leveling up my brand. So, if you want to build your media kit and level up your brand, think about Frame Art Jamaica and visit their website. So today, it's our Q&A, and most of the questions are about marketing and selling books. So we're going to tackle three questions, and after tackling these questions, I'm going to get into my entrepreneurship venture for this week, and uh, I guess the listener shout out will come from those asking the questions, because... I did not get a response last week, which had to do with what's the name of the course that I have on Udemy that has over 500 students. And we are inching closer to the 600 marks. And that course is called Publishing Secrets 101. And that's on Udemy and it's free. It teaches you how to publish on a budget and speaking specifically to nonfiction books and how you can do that. So go to Udemy and sign up for that. Now let's get into the questions for today. So Rowan King, who is a financial analyst and is currently writing his book, he asked, how do you build your audience before your book launch? Now this is an excellent question. I love this question because very often authors it is when they are close to finishing the book or launching the book, having that launch event, that they are thinking about the audience. And so the key to building your audience before your book launch is from the writing phase, you need to know who your audience is. (laughs) Who are you writing? To whom are you writing? Or who are you writing for? when you're doing non-fiction books especially and it doesn't matter what the genre is you uh you have to know what problem you are solving what needs you are meeting and if it is fiction you know what what is the trope what is the what are the rules for that genre and you need to know the audience so how do you build up that audience before you build up the audience, you have to recognize who the audience is. And the audience can be what they term a psychographic. So it's a group that has a particular issue. It doesn't have to be a demographic. We are looking at age and gender and that kind of thing. So for example, since Ron is a financial analyst, let's talk about, say you're writing a book on finances. Is it uh, children you will be addressing, teaching them how to be money smart? Are you writing a, a, a book for a business person? You have to know the audience. So the strategies you use to build up your audience will depend on the subject matter I believe, and who the audience is. But in terms of general, for nonfiction book, you have to do what we call content marketing. So you have to provide valuable information to your audience. You have to be helpful to them. And this is the way you build up your audience. So you have to let persons know what you're offering. You have to show them your knowledge, you have to communicate with them. And this is all part of marketing, just the same as Tim Grawl would say, it's about communicating, connecting, and building up that tribe. So how do you build up the tribe? How do you build up a community? So you're thinking, what is the topic and who is interested in this topic? And what can I do? And some of the fastest ways is to you can begin to have video, use video, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, you name it. But at the heart of it, you are providing valuable information and you are meeting a need. You could start a newsletter. And uh, this is at the heart, too, of uh, marketing for successful authors. You need to build up that email list. So you need to be providing some free information that is valuable and helpful to your audience and get the email from them. So that can be a checklist. That can be you have a webinar and uh, you go on Zoom, do something, but you ensure that they sign up to get that list. It could be that you're having an event So whether these are virtual events, and it's more so virtual now since the pandemic, you do that. But the essence is that you want to meet a need and you provide information and the service because people support those they know, like, and trust. You can also build up your audience by zooming in what is the message of your book and start getting that message across. Too often, authors are just pushing the physical book itself, buy my book, buy my book. And that doesn't work well. So you have to know what is the message you're writing up um, about? What is the message you're trying to convey? Who is that audience? What is their need? And then you create content around that. You share that. It could be building up your audience. You could start a Facebook group. You can begin to post articles on LinkedIn. Uh, For those who are introverted, you can also get somebody to do that for you. So you you have posts. You can build up an audience uh, by networking with others. So you can build up an audience before the book launch by going on podcast. Uh, You can build up an audience. Think of all the ways you need to communicate and get that message across. You can build up an audience before the book launch by going on other people's platforms and going on other people's platforms and networking with other authors and uh, let persons know that the book is coming, what the topic of the book is, because that's the first thing they're going to ask you, you know, what are you writing about? And you must know who you're serving in order to build up that audience, find out where that audience lives. So for example, if you want to reach young people, if that is your audience, you know they are on TikTok. (laughs) So try to go on TikTok and get your message across there. So you need to study your audience and then say, how can I serve them? How can I reach them? And then you will come up with a lot of ways to build them. But just remember, you don't own the social media sites, you are really kind of like renting space. So it's best to, whatever you do, in building that audience, get the emails because you'll be able to communicate with them regardless. So that's my answer to that, Ron. I trust that that has been helpful. It was long, (laughs) as I'm not taking many questions on the show with regards to that, because sometimes the answers are not as straightforward and I can get a bit long-winded. The second question asked Baron is, what marketing strategies did I use to get so much book sales? Now the truth is I have over 20 books published. Not all of them have gotten any sales because <laughs> I write out of passion. I don't market all of my books and uh, I don't focus a lot on book sales. So when I saw this question, what marketing strategies did I use to get so much book sales? <laughs> I don't think I've sold 5,000 books yet. I know for my first book, I sold over 1,000 copies. For my Design to Win Roadmap, the first book, by now we would have sold over 1,000 copies. And the, the other books are 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 selling. Some of them are perma-free. So I don't know if that is still considered a sale when the book is at zero and is getting a lot of download, but for the paid ones, some of the, the strategies that I've used, because I use books as tools, as a platform. So sales maybe is like 20% of what I, I, I focus on. 80%, I focus on leveraging getting the book to speak to the audience that I want to speak to and building products and programs and services around my books. That is the heart of entrepreneurship. And that's what I'm doing. So what happens is that when you make that your focus, sales become automatic. So what I did to get the first thousand books sold is uh, I knew what my message was. And so what I did, I tapped into my circle of influence. So much of my circle of influence has been church and school. So over the years, I've been a missionary. I have a master's in theology. I have taught at a theological seminary. I'm a church girl. (laughs) I am also a trained educator. I have a diploma in teaching and uh, teaching is my gift and my passion. So what I did, I went to schools and I would be giving talks. So that's a good way to market and sell book is to speak and sell. I wrote to the churches. I know a lot of pastors and I asked them for five minutes in their service to share my testimony, share my story and give people an opportunity to buy the book. So at the end of each Speaking, five minute talk, then at the end of the service, you know, 10 or so or more persons would come and buy books. And that is a brilliant strategy when you speak and sell. In fact, there are persons who said, Don't pay me to speak, just give me an opportunity to speak for free and sell my books. And sometimes they make more than what the organizer of the event would actually pay them. So, speaking and selling. And I find that that works. Nowadays, my sales, even online sales, because I've always wanted to sell a lot of books online, the ebooks. In our Caribbean region, people prefer print books. And even when the ebook is out there saying, so where's the paperback? <laughs> we prefer print books, we're not so much into ebooks. What is happening now, since I'm doing events, so events for me is what drives my sales. So whenever I have a summit, I normally use the contents from my book or a book to a summit. So when I had the Embracing Singleness Summit, that led to book sales because that summit was based on the book. Another way that I sell books is when I turn my books into a course, the cost of the book is either in the course or they have to buy the course with the book. Uh, So these events, a lot of what I do in terms of what DRIVE says is the events. And of late, I believe the radio show and the podcast is helping. I heard Joanna Penn say recently of the Creative Penn podcast that podcasts sell books. And I can testify, I learned of her through, you know, podcasting. And I, ever since I heard of her, I have bought almost all of her nonfiction books. <laughs> I heard of Tim Grawl on a podcast with Joanna Penn, and I went and I bought two of his books. I heard Michael Hyatt on a podcast that they talking about how to win at work and succeed at life. And I went and bought his books. And I believe since I've been doing these events, sharing on Facebook, the live events and speaking on different platforms, the speaking has helped me to sell books. I find though like the TV interview or others that that doesn't drive so much sales, but it's consistency, consistent visibility going and using other people's platforms and having my own events. After the Caribbean Entrepreneur Summit, I noticed that my sales online increased. And I was like, whoa, um, Amazon just paid me. What is happening? And I would go and check. And I'm even getting sales wide away from Amazon. So draft digital I saw a check, um, a check come in. That has been primarily what I've been using, but the truth is most of my sales have come from speaking. So it's events and speaking. All right. So those are Ron's questions. Let's move now to Latoya's question, and this will be the final question for today. And we'll pick up with the others another time. Latoya says, how does one gauge the amount of funds to put into advertising? and other promotional resources for books. Latoya Cameron Hill is a counseling psychologist and she's currently working on her book. And that's an excellent question Latoya. How does one gauge the amount of funds to put into advertising and other promotional resources for a book? Well, before you even get to gauging how much you put in there, and I think a simple answer is how much can you afford to lose how much money do you have we know that many independent authors just starting out are cash strapped so what can you afford because you don't marketing is a risk you cannot guarantee returns easily and that's a short answer i want to get into some other things that you should weigh before you even begin to to spend. So you have to set your budget and know what you can afford. Most of the successful authors, especially fiction authors, what they do is that they invest heavily into Amazon ads and Facebook ads. Now, that takes a particular technical knowledge, but it can be costly. They are spending thousands of US dollars on ads every month because you pay per click and some other nitty-gritty with that, which I'm not an expert in it, I do more organic things and creative marketing. But you don't want to go take out and add in the paper and those kind of things because that just doesn't sell books. You have to build up your community. It goes back to the first question that Rowan asks: how do you build up your audience? So before you decide that you are going to invest in marketing, here's a couple things that you need to to know and do. Who is your audience? Because your book is not for everybody. And if you're going to spend your marketing money and advertising money well, you need to target a particular audience. So even if you're doing Facebook ads or Amazon ads, all of it is towards a particular audience, so you have to know the audience, you have to know the genre, you have to know other authors in that genre. The, the second thing is, and this is not in any particular order, is that the packaging needs to look good, so the cover needs to fit the genre, the cover needs to attract attention, so if your cover is not good, it won't work. The third thing is that the copy, the book description or the sales copy need to be good. It cannot just be a summary of the book. It needs to tell the people what is the benefit or the pers- the prospective reader, what's the benefit of the book and what they're going to get out of this book. And it needs to be short to the point, have a call to action. If it's nonfiction, it, it needs to show your credibility on it. Who are you writing this book? So you need to ensure that that is good, or else you're not going to get conversion. The cover pulls them in, and then the sales copy is what seals the deal. So the, the sales copy has to be sharp, because that's where the final decision is going to be made. And thirdly, you need reviews. before you begin investing and paying, you know, promotion for promotion and advertising you need to get reviews. You need five to 10 reviews at least on your book before you go and invest. Now, outside of Amazon, Facebook, and BookBub, BookBub is like the big dog. (laughs) They have a huge um, mailing list and they know their targeted audience per book. And so people who get a BookBub deal, it's not easy to get in. They normally see, uh, return. Now, when you are advertising or promoting on Bub, for example, mostly fiction, as far as I know, you have to reduce the price of your book. So between 99 cents and I think $5. So you have to reduce the price of the book and that will sell. So it's how much are you prepared to lose And how much do you have to spend? Because it's gonna take a while as you study the audience and build up. And that's why I encourage creative marketing. Again, build up your audience, um, get that 1,000 true fans, do events, go on other people's podcasts. I was listening to John Lee Dumas who got his first traditional publishing deal The Common Path to Uncommon Success. And he said he did, what, 350 podcast interviews. It's over 300 to move that book, even though, you know, he got a traditional deal. He still had to do the work. Now podcast interviews are free and podcasts sell books. So before you decide to spend, look at all the non-things that you can do. Look at that first, ensure the cover is good, ensure you have some reviews. Now, there are some other sites. Dave Chesson wrote an article about book promotion and what you need to do. And he listed, I think, over 25 sites that you can go and get your book promoted for free, or you're spending as little as $5, all the way up to $1,000. And I'll put a link to that article in the show notes. So you can go there. He also had a podcast on marketing and promotion, what you need to, there's a podcast episode on that, what you need to look out for before you do that. So I trust that that helps, Latoya, but I say do creative promotion and advertisement first. For example, when I went on television, it didn't cost me anything, uh, I don't think it sold many books and it usually doesn't, but what it did, it gave me credibility and it helped to push my backend business. So I got some clients from that. So you have to gauge that. Don't start off with Amazon or Facebook ads until you have enough cash, I would say. And that's for a, a more experienced person in the game and uh, make sure you have some reviews before you start doing any paid promotion for your book because social proof is what matters online. In the meantime, just work your circle like I did. Uh, Begin to get the message of the book across and begin to address the need of your audience. And there are other things, marketing strategies that you can use but the question isn't about that. And I leave that for another episode. So I want to thank Latoya and Ron for those three excellent questions. I'm closing out that segment and just want to quickly talk about my entrepreneurship venture. We're not going to do a short reads today. When we do the Q&A, no short reads. Just want to say, in terms of my latest entrepreneurship venture, I'll be having a book marketing and monetization boot camp on the 24th of July. That's a two-hour book marketing and monetization boot camp. Now, before the boot camp, you need to do the course. Go through the course. There's a an audio course with the book. Penny to win it, and some pre boot camp materials that you would need to review. So, we are going to open up registration for that boot camp. So, registration for that boot camp would begin on Monday, the 14th of June. Yes. And then the boot camp is the 24th of June. That's a Thursday evening. I believe it's going to be from 6 to 8 p.m. Central. And with that boot camp, you're going to discover 30 ways to monetize your books. You're going to learn the secrets of marketing secrets of successful independent authors or successful authors in general. And you're going to leave that boot camp with a 90-day Marketing and monetization plan, and of course you're gonna get the book Penny to Win it, and you're also gonna gain access to the ebook. So you're gonna get the audiobook and the ebook because of course this boot camp and course is built on the book Penny to Win, going beyond book sales, and it's just ninety nine US dollars. So. If you need more information about that, just go to authorpreneursecretscom slash contact and get in touch with me and I can provide more information. Or once you go to the authorpreneursecrets.com page and you click the academy, you're going to see that course will pop up. And the, the camp is limited because I want each person to get attention. So... Is limited to 12 persons. So that's my latest entrepreneurship venture creating the book marketing and monetization made easy course and bootcamp from the book Pen It to Win It, going beyond book sales. So that's a wrap for our show for today. Thank you for listening, and I trust that you got the essential marketing tips and sales tips that you need to win with the books. So remember, take charge of your publishing. Go pen it to win it and dominate entrepreneurship. This is Ruth Taylor saying, ta for now, until next time. I'm Tamara Francis, educator and editor. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share the podcast with your network. If you'd like to increase your impact and income with books, visit AuthorpreneurSecrets.com for more resources, including the books, "Pen It to Win It, and Authorpreneur Secrets. Join the Authorpreneur Secrets Academy membership group for courses, coaching, and community support to write, publish, and win with books. Enrollment is in January and June each year. You may also sign up for one of Ruth's Publishing Made Easy courses or private coaching to write and publish your next book. Until next time, go pen it to win it.